Hello and welcome to the Green Industry Podcast with Paul Jamison. This show is all about helping lawn care and landscape professionals take your business to the next level. Paul is the author of three best-selling books, including Cut That Grass and Make That Cash, and his brand new book, 101 Proven Ways to Increase Efficiency and Make More Money in Lawn Care. Now available on Audible and narrated by Mr. Producer. Here's your host, Paul Jamison. Today's special guest is up in Novi, Michigan. You guys have probably heard him before because he is a phenomenal uh, marketer, none other than Brian's Law Maintenance. Welcome to the show, Brian. Hey, what's up, Paul? How are you doing this morning, brother? I'm doing good. Morning, man. It's uh, in, it's three in the afternoon, my friend, at the time of this recording. Uh, well, that's fair. I, I always <laughs> say morning because people are listening into the morning show. But, uh, uh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I I'm, tr- you. I'm trying to trying to plan ahead for these guys, but I, but I'll tell you what, it's, uh, I've been in the same chair in my, uh, daughter's nursery since, uh, a little bit around nine 30 in this morning. I've had like five back-to-back calls with, uh, three coaching calls, been on two podcasts. I'm on your podcast now. So I guess that's three. It's been a wild day, man. Just trying to tackle social media stuff on Thursdays. And, uh, man, we were supposed to go plow snow today, but we got this crazy ice storm that went through instead. And, uh, so Thankfully, that didn't uh, throw my whole th- schedule through a loop. But nonetheless, man, it's uh, always good to be back hanging out with you. And, uh, dude, another dull moment, bro. What's new with you? <laughs> well, I, I just got back. I was in Florida, and then I went to Mississippi. So I just got in late last night. So I'm still kind of unpacking my suitcases and trying to connect my computer to my roadcaster to my Instalink 360. And everything's kind of discombobulated right now. So I'm sure. trying to get get things organized, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. How was the, uh, was the weather in Mississippi, uh, as, uh, fair as it is in Georgia? Did you sacrifice any pool time? I, I don't want you to get hurt out there, you know, spraining an ankle or something, not being poolside. <laughs> well, <laughs> so. it, when I was in Florida, it was in between seventies and eighties and, and sunny every oh. single day. And is that beautiful? It was, oh. it was so nice. And then I went to Mississippi and it was like 82 and which was a warm front for them. It was beautiful. And then I got back to Georgia and it's like 75 right now. Um, I would like to be at the pool, but I, I got to get some work done here. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's um, well, not, you know, not to make you too envious or jealous of our, our climate, but uh, over here in Michigan, it's uh 21 degrees. You're and, kidding uh, me. No, dude. Every, every day it's 21. Oh degrees. my gosh. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in my Lululemon t-shirt and uh, my, my Lululemon shorts. Jeremiah always gets a kick out of my Lululemon outfit, but I, I'm in my shorts and t-shirt. I just got back from the gym man. I'm sweating. Bro. I wish it's heat. I literally, I sleep with a heated blanket. I've got a space heater under my desk. We keep the heat at 72. Uh, I'm in uh Rari, which is like Lulu's, but different, I guess. Cause you know, uh, big time ever since we, uh, had those YouTube millions kick in, you know, I bought sweatpants because we're big time and, uh, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> but, uh, dude, do you have to walk around in hoodies and, and sweatpants around here, man? It's always freaking cold. And I hate the cold. I'm trying to convince Liz to move to a warm weather climate one day, or at least get a condo down in like Tampa or Destin or something. But, uh, I, I I'm not a big winter fan. Like I, I like the snow money. Don't get me wrong, but, um, man, I, you give me an 80 degree day and some moderate humidity and I'm, I'm good to go, man. I like the warm. Yes, me me too. I was in Florida. I was at my my parents' friend's house. It's 1.5 million 
and it's right on Dang. the Gulf of Mexico. And this is like their third house. The the this family's uh, very wealthy. So I was kind of picking their brain. I'm like, how do I be like you one day? And uh, just <laughs> learning. But they were so smart. They're like, well, we actually bought this for seven hundred and sixty-two thousand in two thousand and nine. And they were just talking about. I mean, they're in their fifties, but they were just talking about like you know when the economy dipped in t- two thousand nine. They viewed it as like the opportunity of a lifetime, and they. They picked sure. it up and now the price of the home has um, more than doubled. Plus they go there, um, you know, during the winter, they call them snowbirds. They, they go down there. And so yeah. it was definitely yeah. motivating to me to, you know, the possibilities if we work hard and everyone listening to us right now, if we, you know, get margin in our life, work hard, that, that we can have that, that Gulf of Mexico vacation home one day. It's, it's in play for all of us. So. Dude, amen to that. We were actually just down in Destin uh, like a couple weeks ago, um, just kind of a little bit of a last minute trip, a little family trip. We actually went with um, the Almonds and uh, Juddings. I think we threw you an invite, but also slash it's kind of like was for families. I think, uh, but we were, we were like, if Paul was there, then it'd just be another hype house, which, which is fine. But um, we we're just trying to keep it honestly a really low key little vacation thing there. But about uh, 20 minutes down the road was, Gosh, there's like another beautiful little area. Um, I don't even remember what it's called. Uh, Liz's gonna kill me. She's. It was like set. Is it Santa Rosa? Or I, yeah. Was it was it along like, 30A Street there with all those towns? Yes, yes, yes. Three hundred eight A or something like that. Um, what what is that? Do you, do you know where I'm well, talking about specifically? Well, yeah. Thirty A is the street. I, I interviewed a couple guys that are from from that area. So 30A is the street. So you have Rosemary Beach, Laguna Beach, uh, Panama that's, City that's Beach. Ro- Rosemary Beach. That's what it was. Yeah, Rosemary Beach. I, I, but they're yeah, all, that was absolutely beautiful. Yeah, they're all aligned. We're going to get to the big news here in a, in a second, folks. But but Brian's talking Gulf of Mexico beach houses. So you have Pensacola Beach, Navarre, Destin, um, Panama City, Mexico Beach, they're all just beautiful, but there's a street called 38 that kind of connects them all. But what Alan Hain taught me, see, that's like, that's way north, that Destin area. He's like, if you want the warm weather, you got to be Tampa or south of Tampa. That's where it's year round, yes. 80s and sunny. Yes. So, so Destin, and I went there to Panama City once on uh, spring break, and it was butt chilly cold. Like you couldn't take your shirt off at the ocean. We're all excited. We came down from Ohio yeah. and it was, it was uh, middle of March and we're all freezing our butts off. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And, and the, it just seemed like a different, um, like, like, you know, there's like the West side of, uh, uh, Florida, you know, Tampa and all that. It seems like certain people from the Midwest go to the West side of Florida and then like certain parts of the countries go to like the East side of Florida. Mm-hmm. And some people go to Tampa, some people go to Destin, some people go to Fort Lauderdale. Right. So yeah. it's like, it, we just, it, it just, it seemed like Liz, like we like Destin and we really liked Rosemary beach. I, I like, don't get me wrong. I like Anna Maria Island and all that mess, but dude, that is, I mean, they're all out of my pay grade right now, but Anna Maria Island was absolutely beautiful, you know, like, but those, those beach homes, like your friends are talking about, I, I think 1.5 million gets you a trailer inland. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> well, 1.5 million in, uh, it was called Indian shores beach and it was three bedroom condo and lit. They had a humongous balcony and it's literally the, the ocean or the Gulf of Mexico and the sand is like right in the backyard. So you sit there every evening on the back porch and watch the sunset. And the guy who's the homeowner, he's like, it never gets old, Paul, it never gets old. And we sat there and watched the sunset. And I was like, literally like, 
you know, you, you taught me about the vision board. It's like, okay, I took a picture of the sunset and I'm like, I'm going to go to like CVS or Walgreens and have them printed out and I'm going to put it on my vision board. Like I, I want to, I want this to be me one day. And, Dude, that's awesome. So but anyway, we'll, yeah, that's where you, that's, that's awesome. man. that's where we all got to get to one day because plowing snow is fun, but you need a break. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. And this guy worked 30 years for FedEx. I mean, he worked his butt off for, for 30 years. They just, they were wise with their money. They saved it, invested it and, and made smart purchases. So it's, it's not like they were like making millions of dollars a year. They, yeah, I'm sure he made a decent salary, but they were just smart with their money over the years. Well, I'll, I'll say one, one last quick thing on that thought. When we went to Rosemary beach, well, Liz and I, uh, we, we just drove through, we were just touring around being tourists. But one thing that we always do everywhere we go is when we see those homes, we always write down the address oh, and wow. we go to like, we go to like Zillow or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever realtor website, you just, just punch in those addresses on Google and you can see the price history. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when there's recessions and the economy goes down, you know, those uh, properties, obviously more of them become available or on sale and you get to see like the price history. Right. And it's like some of these things that are $2.1 million in a quote unquote down economy, they're selling for, I don't know, one, six, one, seven. And you can make some huge financial gains and headway scooping those kind of things up if, if you get your money right. And, it, you know, it doesn't have to be a $2 million home. It could be a $400,000 home and it goes down to three sixty, and you can save 10%. So it, it, is, it is smart to be shrewd and get your financial house in order so you can pick up on these opportunities later in life. But that's something that we're always like, man, this home... You know, it was 700,000, you know, back in, like you said, 2005. And uh, I would have to imagine 10, 15 more years from now, it'll be $4 million. So it's like, you know, of course, you always want to get some real estate in your portfolio long term. But yeah, we're, we're right there with you, man. When you're when you're ready to go half season on something in Florida, holler at your boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yes, sir. Well, then across the street, there's like a resort and they bought a condo in there. So they they're constantly that thing's like rented out year round. So they're making oh, nice. rental income off that. Anyway, I was taking notes. I was like, all right, all right. This, heck yeah, heck yeah. This is smart. Like success leaves clues, you know, and, and these folks are multimillionaires. They have three, ha- well, they have a house in Ohio. They have the condo on the Gulf of Mexico. Then they have their vacation rental and they're, they're making bank. And so I just, I try to learn from these smart people. Uh, amen to that, dude. Amen to that. I'm, I'm right there with you, man. Give me a... We'll, we'll, we'll uh, share notes uh, later down the road. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Well, Brian, you guys, some exciting news, man. Let, let everyone listen and know the, the breaking news. Well, I, I, yeah, earlier I was, uh, we were bugging each other about a week ago and I was just saying, Hey dude, um, I want to get you on the show, catch up, see what's new with the green industry podcast. And you know, you and I talk every day, so it's not like, uh, anything new, but, or anything that's catching you off guard, but you, you've actually you got your fingerprints all over this thing, man. It's been a couple years in the making, but we are finally launching our first book ever, which I am beyond ecstatic about. And it has been probably the biggest labor of love that I've ever put together in terms of like building a single project or item or topic or challenge or whatever you want to call it. Cause like writing a book is wild, bro. And, um, basically it's a how to start a lawn care business book, uh, inspired by, my story the last 17 years, um, you know, being in the industry and the good, the bad, the ugly. And then of course, um, giving you guys the quote unquote credentialed way to do a lot of things correctly and, uh, hopefully shore up a lot of people's, uh, time and energy and money and 
pain and suffering, you know, of course, to be honest. Um, but man, it's been, uh, it's been a wild, wild ride putting this thing together. It, it just went live on Amazon just the other day. And, uh, I'm not sure when this podcast will come out. Hopefully it'll be uh, available on Amazon, but yeah, if, if anybody wants to check it out, uh, no hard sell, no hard picture, man. If you guys want to pick up a copy or two, awesome. If you don't, no big deal. But if you're looking to learn how to start a lawn care business, uh, I feel like it's a pretty good resource out there and I uh, could put a, another piece of the jigsaw puzzle, you know, together for you. If you're trying to get started with a green industry business of your own. Zero to 100 K is the title author, Brian yeah, not, Fullerton. Go ahead. Yeah. Not, not zero to 60. I think you said on my show the yeah, other day, <laughs> you know, my Kia, I, I, it can go zero to 60 pretty quickly. So I got that stuck That's in right. my head, but yeah, zero to 100 K uh, we have author Brian Fullerton joining us. I'm going back to my radio days. You, you always have new listeners coming in in the middle of your, your show, but the podcast, they start at the beginning. But um, right. special <laughs> author Brian Fullerton joining us today, guys. And as a fellow author, I want to encourage you to support him. I mean, think about if you wrote a book and you put in all of those countless hours writing the book, editing the book, you have no idea how difficult it is to get something on Amazon. Like all these little nuances to Amazon's very picky, not just any, you know, Tom, Dick or Harry can throw a book up on Amazon. There's, there's certain parameters. Everything's got to be perfect for, for them. Oh yeah. And, uh, impressive, man. I thought you were going to call me saying, Hey, my bleed's no good or something like you got accepted on your first try, huh? Well, I'll tell you, um, well, first off, because of yourself and the people you've hooked me up with, you've already, uh, built the, you know, the paved road through the Amazon. So first off much credit and much appreciation and praise. And thank you to you, Paul, like not lip service, nothing like that. Just sincerely can't think enough. Like you are always, a uh, get behind other people, encourage them kind of a, a person you've uh, always been, uh, just a servant like that. Uh, and I do owe you a check, so I'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. Cause, uh, I, I don't take your consulting quote unquote, um, for free. I, time is well, money. I, and- I, I got jobber, <laughs> so I can send you an invoice through jobber, man. None of this check in the mail <laughs> stuff. No, no, no. It, and and we, we, no card on file though. I, I don't I want got you. Charges, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, no. In, in all sincerity though, like uh, you, you've answered a hundred emails, calls, text messages. I've, I bugged you like crazy. I, uh, e- even with how, how well, quote unquote, uh, we've quote, like put it together production wise, we we're still getting the, uh, hard, uh, hardcover. I think it's called the hard, uh, hardback, uh, approved. We had the, a little bit back and forth. still with the artwork, we should be fixed with that today. Cause like the requirements are crazy. It's, mm-hmm. I, I would never, I would never have ventured out, um, to, to do this project. If, if I didn't have somebody like you, Paul, or, or if somebody else has a friend listening in, that's already been there, done that. And, and, and to be fair, like a lot of people have wrote books the last 10, 20 years. I mean, it's, you know, people have, you know, through hundreds of years of history, but at the same point, you know, I would say like probably less than one in a hundred thousand people have written a book and it's, it, it's easy to do, but also easy not to do just like eating a salad every day instead of getting a cheeseburger, you know? And, uh, but all that being said, like, man, I, I did not understand how laborious the process was go figure because like I have all these ambitious thoughts to like win and succeed and like help people and like try to crush it and, and uh, maybe provide an income stream for my family. And, and uh, you know, as, as similarly, right. But I, I, Paul, I gotta tell you, like you writing three books, I, I didn't make it like any easier or make me think it was any easier, but I will tell you what, like after going through the crucible, 
dude, like it's a lot of work. It's more work than I ever thought I ever would have imagined. Um, and I, and I think that's why it took a couple of years for me to even like get it going. I I've had it in my mind for a couple of years to write this thing. Uh, and, and the idea is it is zero to 100 K cause that's pretty much the number one conversation I get is, Hey, I want to start a lawn care business. I want to replace my job income. I don't need to make millions of dollars a year, but if I could, whether it's a hundred grand gross net half or 30 or 40, or if I could just net a hundred, you, you can use the book like in semantics both ways, but it seems like most people's goal is to get to that hundred K gross revenue mark. And you guys can imagine we're going to build a series of books here to fill in a bunch of the puzzle pieces. I, I've got some other great ones coming down and it's addictive, I, man. I Once you get that first one and you see us say live on Amazon, it's like, Oh, let's do this again. So, uh, well, I mean, I, I, maybe, maybe for you, <laughs> I will tell you I'm exhausted, bro. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I, I I'm telling you, honestly, like I, I was like, yeah, I'm going to write book two and three and four. And, and I, I'm actually already penning uh, number two, but it, it, Man, I took a huge breath, a huge sigh, because it's like, it's a lot, man. Have you got I, I, your I, uh, first copy in hand yet? Has Amazon shipped you yours, or you're still waiting to get uh, that? I No, I no, sir. I just ordered my uh, author copies yesterday. I bought 10 of them just to oh, have I on hand. Oh, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, those those are slow <laughs> to deliver. You got you to gotta buy like a regular one off Amazon, like a regular customer to get it quickly. Oh, okay. Those, okay. those well. Amazon ones are like a three-week <laughs> delay. Yeah, it was like March 10th. It was like yeah, three weeks out. Yeah, which, yeah, So, which is fine. Whatever. What yeah, are you you want to get you want to get your own book in your own hand. So, what you want to do is just go on Amazon and just pay full price and just get it like um, any regular Amazon sure. customer, and you'll get it within usually two days. And what's really cool about Amazon, Brian, is they have publishing warehouses all across the world. And so, when you guys get your copy of Zero to One Hundred K. If you look in the last page, it will say printed in Illinois or printed in South Carolina or printed in Ohio. Like the the Amazon's so big that it's on demand. So you order Brian's book and then they actually print it in real time in whatever state's closest to where you live. And then it gets shipped out from there. So if I order your book, which I will, um, I'll get it. Uh, probably from South Carolina. If you order it, you'll probably get it. If you look on the back page, you'll probably be from the the Amazon warehouse in Illinois. Um, it's regional. So it's really cool, but they literally print it on demand. So your book, it will have the date in it of when the, the book was printed. So like if you order it today, the date in the back of the book will either be today or tomorrow. It's really cool. A- Amazon runs a really, that, that, go ahead. Well, no, I, I, I didn't know that. I mean, that's it, it, logical. I, um, I know of other things that like do that. Like, um, we bought a, a purse for Liz. Uh, we bought one of her first like nice purses, quote unquote. And she's like, I want the print stamp from like the factory in Europe. And I was like, you know, in Milan or whatever. Right. And, uh, I was like, yeah, good luck with that. And we went and, um, you know, they source them from all different places, but they have like, you know, LV one, one FR or something like that, you know, and it's like in France and then it's like different other places. So that is kind of interesting that like they stamp it and you can kind of get like a, where the print uh, originated from. That's actually the, really fascinating. The, the reason I brought that up is the speed. Like you'll literally, if you yes, order it, yes. I'm, I'm not, I'm not paid by Amazon or anything to promote their great customer service, but it is cool when someone orders your book and they get it within, you know, three days or less, typically um, Canada yeah. and um, Europe and, and Australia and all of that. It might be a little bit longer of a delay, but uh, if you filled out your stuff right on Amazon, you, you should be able to buy it anywhere in the world. Well, I need, I need to do that. Cause I did order like 10, uh, author copies. Um, 
which is fine and great, but I, I, it did say like three weeks. So I do need to get on that. And again, just to show you guys, like I still am learning every single day. I have no, I have no problem humbling the ego and be like, Hey, tell me more. Cause when, when I saw you release your book a couple years ago, Paul, just, just a quick rabbit hole here. I, uh, I was so excited for you. I, I was like, that is the coolest thing ever because I know how much of a, a dream it was for you to release your book. And I was like, dude, when I, when I was a little kid, like making the hot dog stand or like the lemonade stand, like, bro, I never, I, nobody ever came up to my hot dog stand or lemonade stand because when I grew up in the trailer park, I was in the back of the trailer park. Literally the only people that were foot traffic were like my immediate 20 trailer park neighbors. Like there was no thoroughfare, no main roads, none of that stuff. And it wasn't even like a nice subdivision where there's like, you know, 300 homes and like everybody had a main drag, you know? And so any which way, I always made a commitment like long ago, whether it's like the Girl Scout cookies outside of Lowe's or the Boy Scouts that are outside of like a coffee shop. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go give five bucks. And then it was 10 bucks. There's 20 bucks. There's a hundred bucks. And I'm like, I just want to bless those people because dude, it makes such a world of like uh, difference when you get that encouragement that people like believe in you. And so when your book came out, um, we bought one or two copies and I said, uh, let's, let's support you. And it was so cool to see like your eyes light up and just, you know, it's, it, it's not a charity case. It was just like, bro, I want to support my friend. Like, and this mm-hmm. is like his project. And so in which way, yeah. If, 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 if you guys have been in business for, for five years or three years, like the book isn't necessarily for you. No, I will say, I, I think you'll enjoy the funny stories. There's uh, some crazy anecdote, you know, anecdotal stories in there that we we've never shared before. Um, there's still stuff that we've saved that we haven't put out that we've put it in the book. Cause it's just the right, um, what would you call it, like medium or, or way to present it. But I, I, Paul, I don't know. Let me ask you a quick question just to flip the script. Like I felt like writing the book was the most, what's the best way to say it? Like the most naked I've ever gotten most, most revealing or most naked, like ever with any content I put out from Instagram to social, to podcasting, to YouTube. Like, I feel like the book was the most raw revealing. Like I do. I, I, I like writing it out, got emotional many, mm-hmm. many a times writing the book out. And I was like, I'm like, what is going on? It was like, you're okay. And I'm like, I just, I'm recounting this story about how, poor we were or how stupid mm. this decision was or how, how bad I messed this up or why, why it took me a decade to learn this lesson about humans and people. Um, can you relate at all to any of that? Cause I was getting emotional. And I remember, on this. <laughs> I remember yeah. where I was when I was writing, cut that grass and make that cash. I would sit in my kitchen table every, you know, pretty much every single morning I'd, I'd do a pot of coffee and I would just start writing And with the hustle and bustle of life and so many opportunities and technology and the internet and all this stuff going on, it's like I almost forgot where I had come from. And as I was writing it, I too, I can relate. I was like, oh, I remember when this happened. And then I started connecting the dots. I was like, there's no way I would be here today with this success if all of that didn't, it it all was like a orchestra or like a tapestry that brought it all together. And to get to flush that out, it, it definitely ministers to yourself as the author. And then you know, as people read it, they'll definitely relate because they might not have grown up in a trailer park in Michigan or, or whatever, but we all have humble beginnings. And and, and as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner, we all go through the same learning curve of, you know, I'm, I haven't read your book yet, but I'm, you know, I'm sure you've shared the the things that you learned through the school of experience. Yeah. Yeah. This, well, yeah. And, and amen. Number one. Yes. A hundred percent. Like I, 
there's so many stories. Like I remember uh, actually just writing the first chapter, um, which stared at me like, you know, a brick wall, you know, for two years. Um, well, let me, let me rephrase it. I knew how I started chapter one that was already written, but chapter two through 19, uh, I, I had like a bullet point and outline and a message that I wanted to get through, but I, did, I didn't know the meat and potatoes, but I remember the first chapter that I was going to write. Cause it was the, the, the pivotal, uh, defining moment of like my life, bro. Like my career was, I call it my Baywatch moment. And that's when I was, uh, working at true green. I had just got laid off from little Caesars, uh, a four year career there. I was 19 managing a store doing a million bucks. You got laid off at little Caesars and I got fired from best burger. So we, we turned out all right. Well, yeah, well, I mean, quote unquote, got fired slash laid off from, from little Caesars. And yeah, it would, but dude, at 19, all my friends are now in year two at college and I'm the two year out quote unquote loser. Cause I'm going to be the old guy on campus. So I was like, Oh crap. I missed the college boat. Um, and whatever, if you go to college at 19 or 20, it's fine. Okay. Life goes on. But I was petrified. And then, um, I didn't have a college degree. I didn't have any education. So I, you know, went and worked at true rain making just 12 bucks an hour or whatever. And, uh, I did that for about six months and, uh, long story short, this is the chapter one, little, little tease, but I, I remember being in a tanker truck, fertilizing the lawn, uh, getting ready to hop out and I'm in, you know, the full garb. And, and I don't know if they do this in Georgia, but like Michigan, like the law is you have to be in like full jeans, uh, or, or full, full pants, full long sleeve t-shirt, the rubber boots, the rubber gloves. Um, I was in a tanker truck that didn't have air conditioning. It's August. Right. And just imagine like the smells and like the grossness, right? Like everything's slippery, slimy, wet, nasty fertilizer. And uh, these two dudes would pull up across the street and I can still remember this like it was yesterday. And I'm, I'm like writing this story out. I'm like getting emotional, bro, because these, these two kids, I just remember like I was 20, they were 20, they hopped out, they're in t-shirts, you know, gym shoes, uh, cutoffs, you know, and they're slamming a Gatorade and hopped on a zero turn who knows what it was back in the day. And in which way these two guys, they, they jump off and they're, they're mowing a lawn and they're making 25 bucks or whatever back in the day. And, um, I'm thinking to myself like, dude, I used to do that when I was 10, 12, 14 years old, 16 years old. Then I sold out to working for the man. And my mom told me I had to go get a real job. And I had always, always liked cutting grass. Right. And long story short, I'm thinking to myself, I hate being in this tanker truck. This is a stupid career. I don't want to do this. Like I wasn't passionate about fertilizing, let alone working for a company again. And it's 90 degrees. They're enjoying life across the street. And I'm like, dude, I'm going to go cut grass. And I, and it's like, it's like time slowed down. That's why I call it my Baywatch moment. You remember, you remember like the classic Baywatch shows, like everything slowed down. They're all running on the beaches. Um, <laughs> typically more the ladies than the guys, but nonetheless, I was like, I remember those days. And so anyway, that was like my Baywatch moment where like life slowed down. I was like, dude, I need to make a career change. And that's when I like decided to build Brian's law maintenance. And back then it was Brian's lawn care. And, you know, and so in its way, it's like a parallel path. It's kind of a story. There's, there's, um, 19 chapters, uh, about basically all the do's and don'ts about how to get your business to ground floor, build the foundation, right. Uh, your name, how to file an LLC, uh, right. Equipment to buy, uh, what, what, you know, kind of getting a little bit into knowing your numbers and talking about production, things like just simple stuff. I didn't know about how to actually make money. Um, and it, it was really, really good stuff. And, and I'm telling you what, Paul, I probably got a, I, I, if I had to quantify, it probably took a hundred hours of time that I put this thing together the last four or five months. And, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that it's done to be honest with you. Cause man, I was like 97% doesn't get you there for a book. Like, 
you could put a YouTube video together or a podcast together and you could like send it, but you can't, you can't send a book that's not done like grammar wise, storytelling wise, artwork cover wise, Amazon's requirement wise, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so in which way, man, like it was, it was 90, 95% done for a while. And I'm just trying to get, and, and that last five or 10% takes gosh, just as much time as writing the whole dang book did, you know? And so anyway, just a lot of words to say it's done. It's out. It's now available. I think it'll bless anybody that's just looking to get started in the industry. Um, there'll be a series of books coming down the uh, pike in the future and they'll build on it. Obviously, if you can imagine zero to 100 K can imagine where it goes from there. And, uh, we got some parallel paths. We're going to be doing with some other books as well. So I'm pumped about it, man. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's wild. And I, uh, again, I can't, I can't thank you enough for all of your coaching and help with, uh, the book, man. It's, uh, it, it never, Paul, I'm telling you, it never would have came out. Um, if it wasn't for you, just like us running our podcast, we, we never would have got started if it wasn't for, uh, somebody like you holding us by the hand, literally showing me how to do it. And, um, I, I can't thank you enough, man. It's, uh, it's going to be so real when that first copy gets in my hand here in just a week or two. Yeah. Well, once you hang up with me, don't no no week or two, go, go to amazon.com, buy your own book yes. and, and you'll get it within, yes, sir. you'll get it within 48 hours. Um, if you just purchase as a regular Amazon customer and to your praise, Do you spend too much time worrying about the safety and security of your vehicles and machines? Are you tired of the hassle of building schedules and routes for your crews? Well, GPS TrackIt is here to help. They understand that keeping your assets safe and managing your crews efficiently are crucial tasks, but they don't have to be your job. Let GPS TrackIt take some of the mental load off with their cutting-edge tools, including real-time asset tracking, optimized routing, efficiency reports, and more. With GPS TrackIt, you can focus on your real job, building your business. So why wait? Visit gpstrackit.com slash Paul to get started and experience peace of mind like never before. Say goodbye to disorganized and inefficient business management. Upgrade to Jobber, the field service management software. Streamline every aspect of your business from quoting to invoicing. Impress your customers and increase your productivity. Start your journey to success with Jobber now at getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Again, that's getjobber.com forward slash Paul. Have you heard about the new course Paul created? Hey, this is Cody with Lightspeed Social Agency. Paul and I collaborated to bring you the ultimate lawn care marketing course. It's finally available after months of work. We both put in all of our expertise when it comes to growing your lawn care business. We'll tell you how to spend your marketing dollars wisely, build powerhouse Facebook and Instagram campaigns, sell while you sleep with automation, and so much more. The ultimate lawn care marketing course is available now on greenindustrypodcast.com. With the podcast, when when you asked me to help you, I said, "Hey, get the Rodecaster, you know, get this microphone, the MXL BCD one, and uh, you know, eventually, I told you, hey, I'm going to give you my secret weapon. The guy's real, is Mr. Producer, and you you did all of the above. You got the Rodecaster. Nowadays, they got a Rodecaster too, but that that was the best at the time, the best of the best. You got it. You got the dynamic microphones. You you didn't cheap out on all that stuff." And when it came to the book, I know there's a saying, don't judge a book by its cover. I disagree. I I think that whether it's a YouTube thumbnail or a book, people will click on something that looks good. And so I told you, I said, hey, I know a guy 
but he's really expensive. <laughs> I said, but yeah, 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 right. I, I told you, I was like, I'm telling you, this guy, because I've seen his portfolio, not just my book covers, but the other ones he's made, and they all look like, dang, it just looks so good. Yeah. So anyway, you Amen. didn't, you didn't, chi- you didn't cheap out. You didn't skip a corner or, or cut a corner. You hired the best of the best, and your your cover turned out phenomenal. I, I absolutely love it, and, and something you're going to be proud of when it's at your Entrepreneur Academy event and everyone, I don't know if you're going to, how you're going to distribute it or whatever, but you're going to be proud when people are taking a picture with you and, and, uh, sign, you know, signing autographs in it and stuff and it, it just well done. I, 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 thanks man. I appreciate it. I'm really, really excited about it. It's, it's not designed to make a buck. If anybody's listening in, please hear me. Like it's, it's not the MO. Um, it's a story. It's a story that I wanted to tell. It's my story. And you know, it's not your story you know, to be fair. And you guys listen in, you have your story to tell. And I, and I, we, we, Paul and I spent endless hours trying to get your guys' stories on the show as well. We want to hear your story. And so, some of you guys have heard my story. Some of you guys haven't heard my story, but if you want to hear the, the inception, the, the beginning, the, the rough start, man, the rocky roads, um, the, the pitfalls and the perilous type of stories, that's more what the book is chock full of with these parallel paths, because ironically enough, like, who are we to write a book about how to succeed in lawn care? All I did was fail the first 10 years, I always say. But we take all the stuff that we did right. We covered that. We take all the credentialed things that you got to do to start your business right. We added that. And then we were able to mix this this parallel story together, uh, this parallel path story together, helping you guys get your business going with what we did to get our business going. And I'll tell you what, <clears throat> the feedback has already been pretty good. I, I've got some really good... Um, like quote unquote five star ratings or reviews coming in on Amazon, which is always helpful. But the feedback from people that um, apparently you get it available with Amazon Kindle Unlimited, and uh, quite a few people have a limited Kindle. I I don't know what that is. I I think my wife has a, a Kindle, like her book reader, uh, e reader. But I already got a couple of people read the whole book in one night. It's a two and a half, maybe three hour read. One guy is like, dude, I powered through it. Freaking awesome. Um, I'm telling you, he left me like a five paragraph feedback on it. He's like, dude, I wish I had, he's like, I wish I had something like this. I just, I just bought it folks. As we're, as we're talking order place, (laughs) I'm going to take my screenshot, tag you on Instagram (laughs) and, uh, my estimated delivery date. Yeah, you're welcome. And it, and it already has an orange sticker next to it as a number one new release. So that's, that's good. Well, that's cool. That's cool. We're doing something right. That's all because of you and your, uh, help me put it on Amazon correctly, but I'll tell you guys what, like if I don't think we're going to be millionaires selling lawn care books. I'm just telling you guys what, this is a rich dad, poor dad with Robert Kiyosaki selling, I don't know, 50 million copies worldwide. Okay. So it it, it really is a a great little resource, a great little guide to put in somebody's hand. If if you guys are going to buy a copy, buy two. Okay. They're like 20 bucks, like buy one and like keep one in your trunk for your like lawn bro or something like a, a, a teenager, like another guy that is at your coworker and he's looking to start a long care business. Just give them out, man. Like spread the good news and, and maybe they can put some down a rabbit hole of listening to our story, our content. Then they find Paul, then they find you guys. And, uh, then they one day at a quip expo and we're all on fourth street live. I mean, that's, that's the idea here. You know, it's just, uh, spread the gospel, man. And, uh, it's, it's wild, but yeah, I, I, I don't have anything else that you want, want me to talk about, but that's, that's the book in a nutshell, dude. I, I I can't wait that it's here. It's it's surreal. I told my wife, I'm like published author. Like I and I think you joked about that too. Like if your teachers in high school and middle school could see you now, like, bro, I'm I'm probably just as bad. <laughs> so I can't wait to like take that back to my English uh, teacher, well, Mrs. Uh, Durso, and be like, here you go. So <laughs> my English teacher was so mad at me. Oh, hold on one second. As you feel yep. about yourself. My, hold on. Yes. 
height, appearance, and job. Is that your essential water delivery, or how's that work? No, well, I was, uh, my dating coach was on, uh, her Instagram story was playing. It's kind of embarrassing if you go back and listen to that. I follow these, well, there you go. these girls on Instagram that teach me how to try to get a girlfriend. But anyway, um, when I was a <laughs> senior in high school, I had already got accepted into college. And so we had this big paper to write in high school. And we would go to class and the whole class was just about this big senior paper. And I told the teacher, I said, I ain't, I ain't writing. I would just sit there and read the newspaper and do nothing during class. And she would take me in the hallway and she would literally cry. She's like, Paul, you're a leader and you're setting such a bad example because everyone else is going to slack off. And I explained to her, I said, listen, I already got accepted to college. It doesn't matter if I get an F or an A. I'm, nothing's going to change because I'm like, my next step is going to college and I'm already accepted and there's... It does not matter. There's zero consequence whether I write this paper or not. And I was like, I'm not writing it. And she would cry. And she's like, just please for the other students. So they try. And <laughs> and uh, I would just sit there like I was too cool for school, which it, that's what I was. But I never wrote the paper. I got an F and I didn't even care. I'm like, I'm still, I already made it to college. It doesn't matter. And uh, anyway, I never got to tell her that I'm a number one best-selling author right now. But <laughs> do, you, do you remember the teacher's name? You could always send her a copy, sign it, you know? Yeah, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Um, I don't, I don't remember. I, I probably could remember a name you if can, I asked some of my you can friends. Find, a year, but, find, find an old uh, yearbook, you know, like that, that's all digitized yeah, now. Find an old I'm, yearbook. I'm, I'm not that guy. How do you like me now type of thing? I mean, what? Oh, whatever. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, but, my, but, my, my teachers are probably in the grave by now because so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like that long. My friend, Dr. Frank, he's intellectual. He's a scholar. Like you would expect him to write a book, <laughs> not me. But anyway. Well, hey, if Dr. Frank wants to critique my book, that's a good person that critique your book. You know, he's uh, he's he's wicked smart. So, but uh, no, I I just gotta say thanks for all of your help, um, all of your tutelage on it and and guidance. Um, I really do. I need to cut you a check for something because, dude, you've saved me dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of hours. Um, and and it's really really cool, man. I I, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, give me some thoughts. Give me some feedback. You know, and if you guys pick up a copy, like. Uh, leave us a, a review and um, I think five stars and rate uh, really help out the, the algorithm and all this stuff. I, I spent a lot of time and a lot of money on grammar and storytelling and making sure everything's like credentialed. We put, I mean, dude, people will eat you alive on, you know, comments on oh, YouTube. Oh man. Wait till that, you get these that, Amazons. Oh, well, well that's what I'm saying. Like, Dude, people will eat you alive on YouTube. They'll eat you alive on Instagram. They'll eat you alive on the podcast. That's fine. That's cool. I can take, I can take all the heat from all those, but like, this is like my story. This is like my that, baby. That's this is the me. thing. This that's the me. thing. That's yeah. the thing. It's this like, is, how are you yeah. going to not, like, this is my story. You can't screw up telling your story. It's, oh man. Yeah. Oh, but, but I've seen, I've seen yours. I've seen other people's books. Oh, and I'm like, man. Hey, I'm like, listen, man, like give it a Some, little bit more grace. Some, that's my only oh plea. man. Somebody <laughs> left me a, a thing and it said, buyer beware. That was the rating of review. And they left me like a one-star review. Uh, like buyer beware. And so I was bad. like, where, where are you at, Mr. Buyer Beware? They hide behind, you know, these <laughs> fake usernames. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to see yeah. you. Well, I got to settle down here before the Holy Spirit convicts no, me. No, I get it. I, I, I'd I like get to it. see you write your story. Like, you know, right. and I was careful. Like, does the period go after the parenthesis on a quotation or like inside the parenthesis? And like all of that stuff, like I, I like comb through, like trying my best to spell everything like correctly and all of that stuff. But it's like, at the end of the day, you're telling your story. I'm telling my story. And then for someone to have the audacity to say one star, like, come on, that that's just. Oh, 
that, that, oh, that's man. just a sucker punch. That's just a sucker punch. So we don't need any of that in our right. in our industry or community. If and, you and don't by have the way, that's also nice to say. Don't say anything at all. But we five star reviews do help. Well, and, then, and that's like like the whole like silence is omission or silence is guilt. Like you know, like it, it doesn't work that way in social media. You have to go vote and five star and thumbs up and rate because if not. The people that like, like, think about it. When you have a good experience, you don't really tell anybody mm-hmm. about it. Or you, but if you have a bad experience, you tell 20 people about it or you take action or you call you, you, the airline or the hotel and then you complain. Right. And like, but, but my point is if you guys get the book or my book or Paul's book or whoever your, your book or the next person's book, like if you get anything out of it, just take 10 seconds and leave a, a five star and a couple of nice sentences. It, it really does go a long way because Usually the critics are the most loudest, unfortunately, in society today. And I, I've spent twice as much time and twice as much money to make it 3% better to not get dinged from all the critics. And it's just weird how it works, but I, I don't want to have any negative ratings or reviews on anything we do. We're always trying to be authentic and, and just share our voice. But um, Man, if you guys wanted to go out of your way to leave a five star, that'd be so kind and so helpful because it really, really does help. Um, but but, you, but have, yeah, you, have I, to, I, you have to let me sell you this, Brian. You have to buy the book first because Amazon has what's called a <laughs> verified purchase. So if you're looking at a book and you're reading through the reviews, there's ones that say verified purchase, and those are typically the five stars. But then you know, any hater could go on and leave a one star, but typically it doesn't, if you actually really read into it, it usually doesn't say verified purchase with it. They just, Oh, okay. They just don't, they just are woke up and they are wounded in life and they want to hurt somebody. So they do that. Sure. But those carry more weight. If you're looking through the Amazon ratings and reviews and, and you can see the person that left the review verified, they, sure. they actually bought your book and left a review. Those are, those are more legit. So Got it. Got it. Well, Hey, if you guys want to leave a verified five-star review, that's even better <laughs> according to Paul. So thank you. Yeah. Um, and by the way, shout out to wifey for lifey. Uh, Liz bought the first one on um, Kindle and she left a, a big paragraph like review saying how proud of me she was. Cause dude, I, Paul, I, I write, I wrote this whole thing after 9 PM, like weekdays, bro, for the last probably almost five, six months now, like realistically, because dude, it's like, wow. you got a wife, you got kids, we got the you, season, we're plowing snow. We had, um, we had a quip, we had LAL, like, bro, like this, this is, it's, it's all, I mean, this is three hours a week. I'm writing this thing out for months, months. And like baby goes down, mom's going down. This is like 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'm writing this book at one in the morning just trying to get it out there, man, help the next guy out, try to save him some heartache and try to shore up, maybe the time horizon for him to make profit in his company, quote unquote. And, um, so I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, like, this is a labor of love. This isn't to make a buck. You're not, you're not writing your story out at, you know, 12 o'clock at night <clears throat> living on, you know, low energy mode, like your cell phone. Like I'm at 0% here just trying to write these chapters out. The next day I got to go back through with Grammarly to like clean them up. You know what I mean? To, uh, make sure they're coherent. Cause I wrote this at midnight drooling on myself. <laughs> so it's, it's a labor of love, man. I don't want anybody to think it's just a, to make a buck or anything like that. So if, if you guys pick up a copy or two or, or 10, fantastic, super appreciate it. Um, I can't thank you guys enough for all the love and the support. And Paul, of course, um, just for your friendship and always give me the the platform to, to talk about it. By the way, by the way, Paul, make sure you read the end. I think you'll be, uh, I think you're in there somewhere. So make sure you read the last uh, chapter or two and uh, 
see what's inside, brother. Well, I appreciate <laughs> it. We we got breaking news. I just uh, sent you a screenshot. It's a number one bestseller, and uh, you you're going to oh, you're, you're want to capture that screenshot because now you can have Mr. What? Yeah, now now you can always say you're number one bestseller. No way, dude. Why, why is that? Because we sold like three copies now because of you. <laughs> I just bought one. I tipped you. Uh, I tipped you over the top. So the, wow, wow. Yeah, the stats are. Uh, well, you can go on Amazon That's, and look at the stats, but it's it's uh it fluctuates. But yeah, you're 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 ranking really well in uh. Very well, hopefully well. the. Uh, Hopefully the uh, the weed books don't uh, pull me and you down. You know what I mean? Because I remember you saying you were number one bestseller, and then the uh, how to uh, start a uh, a marijuana growing business in your basement book like beat you out. The pamphlet for ninety nine cents. Remember? And you were yeah, like, no, you're you're the in the big league. Like- <laughs> this uh, David Malore. He's he's got the lawn bible. He's the guy who built uh, Fenway Park. He he um he's oh, okay. the, he's the ground crew guy for Fenway Park. And he's typically up Dude, there at awesome. number one. Yeah. And then, then the lawn care for dummies. That's like, I don't know how it's like the yellow book. They do it for like every genre. Yeah. It's like dummies. That one's always I, up I, there. I, I, I bought mean, that it's, book. Okay. Well, <laughs> not, no, not, not no, the lawn no, care no. one. I, I bought the home building one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. For, but but they yeah. I don't, I don't know how it works, but they have them like for every genre, like painting for dummies and all like whatever. But anyway, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, it's a, it's a, you know, some um, tough competition at top. So I'm, you're, you're number one. I'm I'm hanging back at number fifteen, my <clears throat> right now. But um, well, go go everybody go buy a call, pop, uh, copy of Paul's book, buy a copy of my book. Oh, by by the way, audio book. I've been getting this question a lot. Um, I, I've actually been out with like a, a stomach virus for a, like three or four days. It's I don't wish it upon my worst enemy. I, I've had like the no, norovirus or the neurovirus. Like um, so I'm like trying to get this thing on on Amazon while I have like one percent life. I, I feel like I'm hanging out with the crypt keeper here, like. I've been just gnarly sick. I haven't had any YouTube videos for two weeks. It's been a rough go behind the scenes, like real life, go figure. But um, as soon as I'm feeling a little bit better, I'm hoping to record the audio book and have that out by the end of the month. Uh, if not first or second week into March, we'll see how it goes. But um, so I know obviously a lot of us are going to be headed back out the door and spending time landscaping and the excavators on the mowers, of course. So if you guys want to listen to the audio book, um, it'll be available on, uh, is it uh, Audible, right, Paul? And then you can just pick it up there. So um, appreciate the support. If you guys want to carry over, buy a physical copy and then buy the audio book. I-, I can't thank you guys enough. Yeah. Number 10 is the Kindle edition right now. You got two books in the top 10 and then number one is the paperback zero to hundred K. So make sure you get a screenshot of that. And uh, yeah. the rest of your yeah. life, you're going to be, you're going to be able to be considered a number one bestseller. So pretty cool. <laughs> I love it, man. Well, thanks for all the help support. Thanks for buying a copy and pushing up uh, us up there, man. And uh, if, if anybody has any questions, comments, concerns, man, say, Hey, anytime, always here to help you guys out or whatever we can do to help you guys grow, man. It's just, uh, it's cool seeing the whole community win together, man. So thank you guys for real. Cool. Well, thanks for your time and guys head on over to Amazon and get zero to 100K, the complete guide on how to start a successful lawn care company by your author, number one best-selling author, Brian Fullerton. The Know Your Numbers training program is the shortcut to financial freedom that I wish I had. You see, success requires more than us just working in our business. We must learn how to work on our business. And in the Know Your Numbers training program, 
you'll learn how to stop burning cash so you can learn to make all your services truly profitable. You can bid with total confidence that each job you sell mean more profit in your pocket as you build long-term wealth. Because we're going to teach you how to start paying yourself as the owner of the business the right way. You can grow a healthy business as we identify and track your cash flow for continuing success so you can stop losing sleep over financial details as you gain the skills to delegate the tough number crunching activities as a lawn care business owner and never chase those unpaid invoices again we'll teach you how to streamline your billing into a hands-free process so we will cover all of this and so much more as john Pajak and i are the teachers in this e-training program it's called know your numbers it's available at our resource center at the green industry podcast.com Hey, it's Marty, producer of the Green Industry Podcast. This episode is over, but check the episode notes for links to products and services that you heard about during the episode. And thanks for listening.